on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage, Own What Matters, Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop, we logo stuff. Also by Icon, empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Post Game. Here's Scott Gerard. Welcome on back. Aggie Post Game Show kicks off. Coach Peterson kind enough to join us as the Aggies get the 89-82 victory. You guys have a flair for the dramatic, don't you? Yeah, we like to keep it interesting, to say the least. Hey, but. props to Wyoming, though. They shot the lights out tonight, and you can tell this team was playing for a lot. They had a lot of momentum, and they probably felt like they are playing with house money tonight. Yeah, definitely. I, when, the last time we played them, you know, we had a bye week, so yeah. it wasn't too long ago. But um, I told our guys they're really close to beating some teams, and they're kind of looking at me like, you know, are you serious? Yeah, and I yeah. said, guys, I'm just telling you, um, they went to all motion where they're not really running any sets anymore and just kind of spreading people out. And tonight they really, really shot it well, and it's probably the best game I've seen them play all year. You know, usually numbers don't lie, but their numbers lied. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I know that scouting report defense – who is 22? So Foster. I mean, yeah. he's a dribble. He's a dribble pull-up guy. Yep. And all of a sudden, he starts whacking threes. How do How do you make those adjustments in timeouts? Yeah, we were just trying to find matchups for Nemeish mm-hmm. at third place. If you guys remember, we we put Nemi on 22. Yeah. And he was shooting some shots. He just didn't make any. And he made some tonight. So just trying to get him a good matchup. Uh, we put him on 10 for a little bit. We <laughs> put him on two. For, yeah. Uh, we went to some one three one. We just tried to keep it keep him off balance a little bit. But give him credit. They they shot the ball very well tonight. You know. And there were a moment. You know where you know they. They hit a bucket late and then or made a couple free throws still on the inbounds and you could have lost some composure there but your guys were calm and collected and I think you know the the lessons of that Boise State game continue to remain true because you've had some moments you know uh, Colorado State on the road down the stretch where you guys find find ways to gut up and win games yeah and that was the difference too just not having Abel out there a senior yeah. point guard uh, we're, di- we're a little bit different without him so um, just getting guys in the right spot and just having confidence. And then we got to step up and make our free throws. Uh, yeah. We'll be shooting free throws all day tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> 25 of 40 tonight. And that's uncharacteristic. You guys have been a great free throw shooting team all year. Yeah. So, I mean, we just kind of snuck by with, with what do we miss, 15 free throws. Yeah. Um, you know, but obviously giving them some credit. Uh, third game in three days. And they came out and, and played really, really well and, and took us to the wire. But um, Sam was unbelievable. Nimi made some plays. Um, and then we just had solid efforts throughout the rest of our, our crew. Um, Brito with nine, Bean with nine, Alfonso had eight. Um, just really, really solid. I, I don't have a final. I don't have a final stat. But what's what's the final stat on assists to made field goals in this game? Let's I mean, see. I thought that ball was twenty one. Twenty one assists to twenty eight made field goals. Yeah, I mean, I thought we we found Nimi inside. Was there? I mean, obviously there's a concentrated effort to get the ball into him early and often. Yeah, and that's what we showed our guys a lot of clips, and it was just throw the ball to Nimi, even though they're doubling. If we can get top down catches, he can get easy scores or screen a roll, throw it back and then in and quick finishes. And I thought he passed out a couple easy layups in the first half where he could have just laid it in um, or had a dunk and he. He passed it out, but in the second half, we said, Nimi, just keep the ball high and go finish that thing, and, and he did. Missed a couple yeah. early, yeah. but then he kind of got going a little bit. 
But, you know, it's it, it puts a lot of pressure, but I thought you guys did a really good job. I think it was Diogo Brito who threw an entry pass to him, threw it high, he kept it high, finished. Sam. At the, or, was it was yeah. Sam? Sam threw it high, and then he finished high. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's high not an easy play. pass to make, but when you can, holy crap, yeah. he's got great opportunities. Yeah, and literally that's all we worked on. You know, New Mexico, I thought, at their place, they got a ton of steals where Nimi just brought the ball down or Fonz brought the ball down, and it's all we worked on for two days with the big guys, just catching and finishing, keeping the ball high yeah. and taking high-percentage shots. So, um, big one tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. those guys are pretty good. They're good, and they can get it going in a hurry. I didn't. I was at the hotel with the guys, and I try not to watch too much. Too much of it. I'll watch it tonight, but yeah. I feel like every time I looked up or checked the score, they were just barrage of threes. So <laughs> we're gonna have to do the job defensively with these guys. Well, and one thing, I mean, you you were up ten at their place. Uh, Boise State jumped out to a 16-point lead. Air Force was leading at halftime. It seems like it doesn't bother them the first, however, the first 20, 25 minutes of the, of the game goes. Usually teams can't flip the switch, but, boy, that's a team that can. Yeah, they're, th- that's why they're an elite team yeah. in, in the country, not just our conference. So um, we got we got to obviously do some better things defensively against them that we didn't do tonight. And um, I think our guys will be prepared for the challenge. What does it mean two years in a row, back-to-back conference championship games? That's got, you got to take a lot of pride in that. Yeah, that's – I mean, you're just happy for our seniors, guys that has stuck it out. Um, not too many people remember when we first got to Utah State and we couldn't make a shot and we're throwing the ball three rows up in the bleachers at practice. And to think that we'd get here <laughs> back-to-back years, uh, unbelievable for those guys. And, and I know they want one more. So, um, what's what's your day like tomorrow? Because obviously you've been playing a lot of late night games. Tomorrow's a two thirty game here Pacific time. Um, how much does that change your schedule? Yeah, it'll change it. I mean, we'll, to, usually after our games, we watch film and walk through. Tonight we'll probably just walk through to get them to bed a little bit sooner, um, and then we'll just get them up tomorrow and watch some film, walk through again. We probably won't come to the gym um, and try to relax for a couple hours before we get back to the gym. Let it roll. Thank Thanks, you. Coach. Congratulations. Right, Thanks, guys. Appreciate Good it. Job. Eric Peterson has a big win tonight as Diogo Brito. I didn't even know Diogo was hanging out here. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's over there stretching. He's ready for yep. game two. Diogo he'd Brito. He'd go back to back. He'd be all right. <laughs> What's up, big guy? Aggies get the victory tonight, 89-82. Good to chat with one of my favorite people on the planet, Diogo oh, wow. Brito, man. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, boy, that was a gutty win, man. They, they, First, they made – I know you wanted to talk to me yesterday. I wanted to talk to you. I apologize. No. But here I am. We can talk today, Scott. We can talk all day. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, the three-point shot's falling for you. Yeah, we're playing We're playing confident. You know, not, yeah. not just me. I think the whole team. Even, you know, Brock. Today he had, what, three? Yeah, yeah, uh, three, yeah. Sh- three, three threes, you know. Like, we're playing confident. We're playing in a good rhythm. And... That's good, you know. Like we we need to knock down threes to take some pressure off those mm-hmm. off those two, you know, Sam and, and Nimi. <laughs> How did uh, and and I know that they found a way to keep it close and they made some shots and they were making a lot of threes tonight. Uh, how did you guys uh, find a way to keep your composure down the stretch? We just stayed together, you know. Like just we knew. It, I think the the biggest thing was we knew it wasn't gonna be easy, you yeah. know. Like you 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 gotta have the right mindset coming into these games. I I don't know if Colorado State or Nevada did, but we sure did, you know. And even when they were close, we didn't panic. We're like, okay, they're a good team. They're playing some really good basketball. They're making some really good, really tough shots. If we have to win it in the end, let's win it in the end. We just gotta stay in the game and make sure we do we do the right things. Mm-hmm. I mean, de- defensive all team all conferences it's kind of a stat based thing okay <laughs> your, your your defense doesn't come across a lot in stats but i thought in this tournament you you've really made a difference with 
in, with your defense. I mean, Scotty pointed it out a few times that you just kind of jump back in, in the full court. And you're always guarding the best player. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's your mindset been like? Because you, you've really led this team defensively, I think, even more than offense. You just gotta, you just gotta bring the energy. You know, today I actually, I actually didn't do a great job on on, on number three, especially he's, he's mm. very shifty. Yeah. But, but yeah, like like you said, if I somebody's gotta, he's gotta lead. And a lot of times I'm, 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 I'm guarding the guy that's bringing the ball. So if you're in a stance, if you just show the guys behind you that you got this, you know, they, yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna feel the same way, you know. And just make sure we, we do it. We're following the scouting report, you know. Especially today was, it's a really hard scouting because yeah, they, they just move yeah. so much, yeah. and you gotta make sure you know who you're guarding and mm-hmm. what, what are their tendencies, you know. And I just make sure I, I lock into that, you know. And every, every game. Mm-hmm. I like your leadership too. You, you know, someone had gotten by you and. And the help position mm-hmm. wasn't there. We, it doesn't matter who, um, but you held them accountable. You had yeah, a little senior yeah, yeah. leadership. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a th- it, it's tough because when they make easy layups, you yeah. know, those hurt you. You know, yeah. like you you don't want to give free baskets, and that happened. You know, we move on and we move yeah. to the next play, and that happened. You know, next time I, that person did a good job. Yeah, I thought that's so what, too. That's I what followed, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Obviously, I think that obvi- the landscape of this tournament. A lot of people thought, oh, it's Wyoming. Uh, you guys should win fairly easily. But it was a dogfight, and it was physical once again. And, and you didn't have Abel Porter uh, for much of the game, so you had to distribute a lot of that point guard duties across the board. How do you think you guys handled that? We, we handled great. You know, Wyoming actually didn't press much, so it's not, it's not, it's not something like New Mexico where they press yeah. you and you got you to have a ball handler re- really bringing it up the floor. Not today. You know, they, they sit on the half court, so it's kind of it's easier, I guess, if that's the word, to – to just bring it up and start the offense. You know, I know the sets as a one. Sean does as well. So if we want to run something from for Sam off the ball, then there's no problem, especially today because they don't really press you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you were up 10 in the second half against San Diego State in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I, I remember talking to Sam on the post game. He said, I'd like another shot at these guys. Yes, you I'm get- glad. I'm glad. I, 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 we were watching the game like I – I wanted I wanted to play San Diego State, you know, like I I really wanted to play those guys, and we got that shot tomorrow, man. We we we're gonna bring it all. We're gonna bring it. Aggie fans, I know they're gonna show up. They also have a really good crowd. It's gonna be it's gonna be bonkers in here. I I believe it's gonna be the best final that is that is since I've I've been at Utah State, the best final in the Mountain West Conference Championship. All right, so you're li- you're talking to a bunch of people. Back in Utah, in Salt Lake, in Logan. Hey, show up, guys. Show <laughs> up. We need you here. You hear me? We need you here. The Aztecs came in full force today. We came in full force tomorrow. Tomorrow we're playing in the Spectrum, guys. Let's go. We need you here. I love it. Yes, sir. My All man. right, brother. Uh-huh. Diogo Brito. Aggies get the win. Victory uh, tonight, 89-82. Big one for Utah State as uh, the Aggies get it done. In spite of Wyoming shooting 15 of 33 from three, 10 of 19 in the second half. Oh, my goodness. I mean, just, as, as many times as you say those numbers, I just uh, – I really can't – I can't imagine um, coming into the game and seeing the scouting report that, that uh, you know, they would have that. We, you, you know, nor, normally numbers don't lie, but in this case, you know, like I, like I said to Coach Pete, they definitely lied. I mean, because those they, – they shot out of their mind, which, which is what you have to do to yep. beat a team that's better. And the Aggies are going to have to do that tomorrow. They're going to have to play just a little bit better th- than they've been playing, right? They have to yep. just go a little bit over the top because uh, San Diego State's, um, you know, playing really well also. I think they were a little bit better in this game than they were yesterday. Mm-hmm. A little bit better tomorrow, and uh, look, I don't, I don't know if they're going to beat San Diego State or not, but I do know this team wants them again. 
Now, the Abel Porter, I think, is a big issue here because you're going to have My- Malachi Flynn dogging everybody who brings the ball down the court. They don't press, per no. se, but they do let Flynn, who's really aggressive, challenge the point guard bringing the ball down the court. And, and I thought that hurt us a little bit last night because it kind of, you know, even though Sam ended up with 29 points, you know, he looked fatigued at the end of the game, and, and, and Diogo, it draws a little bit on Diogo, and we have to use the bigs to really that pressure. So, you know, that turn, turnovers are an issue. Also, fatigue is going to be an issue. Let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. Uh, you're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. All right, take a break. Come back. More Aggie postgame show. Utah State gets it done, 89-82 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome on back to the Thomas and Mack Center, Utah State. Gets the 89-82 point victory. Yet wasn't planning on an 89-82 game tonight, that's for no, sure. No, I, and, and like you said, the, I mean, we're going to give up 82 points to, to Wyoming. I mean, I wouldn't have believed that in a million years, but yeah, hope you bet the over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking at some stats, and do uh, you have that stat sheet? Or actually, I don't have a final, so. They brought one by here. Maybe this okay. is it. I don't know if uh, Petey tore it all up or not we did get one and i do not think nope that is not it and that is not it all right well we'll, we'll figure this out utah state shooting 56 percent from the field uh 28 of 50 um the there we go mm-hmm. uh 28 of 50 from the field and 8 of 22 from three 36 percent which considering the way utah state shot the three this year that's actually a pretty good percentage for them mm-hmm. i agree yeah i thought we had some good shots to just not very timely. <laughs> As for Wyoming, 43% from the field, but 45% from three. And uh, Utah State from the free throw line, 25 of 40. And they left 15 uh, freebies out on the court tonight. Wyoming was 13 of 14. Utah State only turned it over nine times. Uh, Wyoming turned it over eight. And the Aggies were able to get uh, 12 points off those eight turnovers tonight. Utah State out-rebounded Wyoming t- 38 to 28. That margin is far better than what we've seen uh, from uh, as from a Wyoming standpoint than what we've saw. Utah State averaged about 41-42 rebounds a game against the Cowboys and had averaged a 20-rebound advantage against the Cowboys in the first two games that they'd played this year. As for points in the paint, Utah State with 32-20 for Wyoming and uh, Utah State with 21 assists on the night tonight as well. Aggies never trailed in this game. It was tied for about 44 seconds, but the Aggies, for the most part, it was a wire-to-wire lead tonight for the for Utah State. Yeah, I mean, it, it, with without the Boise game in the back of your head, I mean, that game's, you know, and, and the, 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 the way Wyoming's been closing out games, I mean, you're not really sweating this game wire-to-wire, but it just always felt like, you know, where we usually kind of extend that lead. They just didn't quite happen, and, and it gave us a little bit of tension, but, you know, that's not too bad. You want to just be able to be uh, playing better than yesterday, as you said, and then not as good as tomorrow. Sam Merrill with 27 points tonight and becomes the third all-time leading scorer in Mountain West Conference history. Again, another uh, milestone. Just credit to that young man and his hard work. And uh, to do it against Wyoming and to overtake a Wyoming player is kind of a neat stat as well. Abel Porter ended up with uh, only five minutes out on the court tonight, and that's going to be a big question tomorrow. He did dish out a couple assists in those five minutes, but yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how much he can go tomorrow against a San Diego State team that's really going to get after whoever brings the ball down the court. Yeah, I think um, – I mean, obviously he can start a game, right, and he's got some 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 rest. A shorter time 
um, between games today than yesterday. But, you know, hopefully he'll be able to get some treatment tonight and, and hopefully the rest, you know, he only played – really four minutes uh yep. the stat sheet said five but he came out at the media that's right um so um but i think they round up but anyway it's still he's he's, he's yeah rested for most of the game today and so if he can if he can stay ready to go tomorrow um we definitely use him for anything he can give us namish kato with 21 points eight of 11 shooting five of 12 from the free throw line had six rebounds and one assist in this game uh, Diogo Brito, nine points, three of six shooting, two of five from three. Diogo has really struggled with his three-point shot this year. He's about a 28% three-point shooter this season. Uh, but these last two games have been really good for him. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, yesterday in particular, I mean, we lose that game. You know, if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't show up and make a couple of those threes. And the last two down the stretch, I mean, they were, they were huge for the Aggies. Um, Bean with uh, – Brito with nine, Bean with nine – Bearstow got a bucket on a layup. He also had three rebounds and one assist. And, you know, he had, again, he played a little bit better in this game. And, you know, I think they're going to have to lean on him down the stretch in, in, uh, in the game tomorrow and whatever postseason play they, they, they're in. Yeah, I mean, it's a numbers game now. And there's, there's you know, sometimes, uh, um, you know, kind of you just got to you just got to have someone step up. And, and uh, it doesn't matter what you what you've done before. We talked about being three separate seasons and this is a separate season. So it yep. really doesn't matter what you've done before. What can you do tomorrow? Uh, Alfonso Anderson ends up with uh, eight points on the night and uh, and Brock Miller with 13. And we may have a chance to chat with Brock here a little bit. He was three of eight from the field, including three of eight from the three point line and uh, four of seven from the free throw line. I know there's some people giving him some grief about that, but he did hit his last two, though. Yeah. And and uh, he was tense. I mean, let's be honest. Like you said, as he as he came up to the line for the last, uh, you know, two free throws, he got some some ribbing from his teammates and they. You know they gave him they gave him a little hassle and he just seemed to put that big smile on his face and man he just hit nothing but the bottom of the bottom of the net so if somehow he can free up a little bit and um, yeah just come in a little bit more uh, uh, under control tomorrow that would be useful. Uh, Wyoming scoring uh, let's see go through top to bottom Foster who oh. came in. <laughs> I mean that just Foster. shows how ridiculous yeah. this game was. Yeah. Foster had averaged about let me let me pull his stat line here real quick his averages at least. So Kenny Foster, and look, I'm all about giving the gingers the love, uh, but Kenny Foster averaged 4.4 points per game and was shooting 21.5% from three. In previous games against the Aggies, uh, he was 1 of 8 from the field, 0 of 5 from three for two points. That was the first game. In um, that was the first game in Wyoming, and then the second game in Logan, four points, two of four shooting, zero of two from three. So combined, zero of seven from three against Utah State coming into the game, and uh, in this one, he ends up, and this is all in the second half too. Eighteen points, six of thirteen from the field, four of seven from three. I mean, yeah, just out of his head, right? But and 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 uh, because we we play scouting report defense, we really you know stay off of him because he's a, a dribble pull up jump shooter. And man, he just came out and he didn't even touch the rim. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this is, but that's the way the tournament's gone, and that's why it's a Cinderella story, right? Yep. You know, it's a uh, you know small kid from a small town, and here <laughs> he comes, right, stepping up. Let's go to the Wyoming podium. Uh, their head coach. Uh, who is going to be an interesting situation here, Alan Edwards, uh, along with Hunter Thompson, Jake Hendricks, and Hunter Maldonado. Our guys, you know, to fight all the way down to the end, you know, I think sitting there with under three, um, a little under four minutes, you know, four-point game, 
Um, and even, you know, when we started pressing and trying to get uh, quick fouls and, and uh, quick baskets, I thought we had a few good looks to even cut it back to four. But uh, I, I, I thought uh, Sam Merrill um, uh, made some really big, timely, tough shots down the stretch. But, you know, again, loved our guys' fight. I'm proud of them. Nobody thought we were going to be in this situation. Like I told them, nobody thought we were going to be here. Um, but I said, nobody but the guys in the room. You know, everybody looked at this as a Cinderella situation. Um, I told our guys, even at the beginning of the year, um, just to stay focused on the work, the process, and again, um, don't pay attention to the outside noise. We understood that we were young. We didn't expect to go through the injury and illness bug again. But being uh, one of the last four or three, however you want to put it, um, you know, coming into the tournament as an 11 seed, you know, nobody thought we had a chance. And with under three minutes left, you know, we're playing a very good uh, Utah, uh, Utah uh, State team uh, down to the wire. So appreciate our fight. And, and, and also what I told them, any team in America, I shouldn't say any team, but most teams, going through what we have went through probably would have packed it in but like I said on previous opportunities these guys come with the right energy to put in the work and just stay um, true to the process so happy to be their coach and again we left we left it out there we left it out there so I'm proud of them thank you coach let's open up to questions for student athletes or coach questions Jake, I'm Julie Jag from the Salt Lake Tribune. Um, I wanted to ask you, I mean, you, you guarded Sam for quite a bit of that night, and I know that uh, you mentioned yesterday and you, you came up kind of in the same area. What was that like guarding him? What did you feel like um, you needed to do, or, or did you feel like you had anything to prove, or um, you just kind of describe what that was like guarding against him? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I know Sam pretty well. I, I, when I go back home, I talk to him quite a bit, so it was fun for me. I didn't feel like I had anything to prove. I just wanted to come out and win and guard him the best I could. Um, I'll give this one to AJ. What was the scene like in the locker room after the run that you guys had um, and then coming up short? Uh, kind of like Coach said, you know, we just took, took it and looked at it from our perspective from the inside. We were believing that we could win every game we played in. So this, this tournament wasn't anything different as far as within ourselves, just believing and knowing that the work we put in would eventually pay off. And so just after, you know, obviously it hurts, but we know how much we overcame and how much we were against. And we know that within ourselves, we believed the, the entire time. Yeah, Hunter, um, you guys have been a media darling the past couple of days. Um, I, I know a lot of college basketball players, they don't really like to talk about media attention, but was it nice for you knowing you know, how poor of a record you guys had? A lot of guys would talk about how poor the record was. Was it nice to get that media attention and recognition the past couple of days? Yeah, Thompson. Uh, we'll start with you. <laughs> uh, I think, like AJ kind of said, we always believe in ourselves, so whether the media 
was giving us the recognition we thought we deserved or they were hating on us, you know, we kind of just put that aside. And I think this tournament kind of showed that, that we still believed in ourselves and just coming out and fighting with the guys we had, uh, just locking our arms and being together. Uh, we didn't really care about what the other people think because if we would have thought that, the season would have been over a long time ago, you know what I'm saying? So just to be able to come out here and just believe in ourselves, I don't think the media affected it at all. And Hunter uh, Thompson, do you want to follow up on that? Uh, we'll go ahead and get back to uh, talk a little bit more about Utah State. Um, I, I love the Cowboys, don't get me wrong, but that's probably all we need to hear. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we, we got, uh, you know, again, I, I mean, the first credit goes to, you know, how hard the Aggies work, right? I mean, that's the first yeah. comment out yep. of the out of the coach's mouth is is uh, Sam Merrill's just relentless, or you, you kind of hear, like, words same similar to what we heard yesterday from uh, Coach Weir. Um, so now uh, you look at a situation where you get up against San Diego State, and this is an Aztec team that's been great. They only have one loss all season uh, this year. They've beaten the Utah State the two times they played. Uh, the first game was in Logan on January 4th. Aggies lost that game by 9, 77-68, and then uh, played them again on February 1st. Lost that game 80-68. to 68. That was a crazy atmosphere. It was a completely packed house in uh, VA House Arena. Uh, they were retiring the jersey of, of uh, Kawhi Leonard. The entire Clipper team was there, and their coaching staff was there. Um, it was just – it was a madhouse. And Utah State played really well, led by eight mm-hmm. at the end of the half, pushed the lead to ten uh, with about 18 minutes left to go, and then Matt Mitchell caught fire. <laughs> and Matt Mitchell has been a big problem for Utah State over the last two games, and it feels like – He's got something against the Aggies and probably against the herd after he got harassed quite a bit last year at Logan. Uh, but uh, Matt Mitchell wants to uh, wants to get his revenge, and he's had two really good games against Utah State. Yeah, he he really has, and he's kind of mastered the the dribble pull up, and you know he's just he's a, he's um well he's a smaller man than he was, but he's a big body, right? And he kind of gives he just kind of rolls into the middle of it, just kind of pounding people down, and and uh, really gives us a hassle. And and Nimi can't really help off Wetzel because Wetzel's you know so formidable. There's another player you know similar to to Nimi that they can just kind of throw the lob to or throw the ball up to. So yeah, he's uh, he's. He's uh he's a little angry for the way he was uh <laughs> for the way he was treated, but uh, you know when you throw up that many air balls in the spectrum, they're gonna let you know. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, certainly a night for him the last two games, and uh, I'll I'll follow, follow the stat sheets here in a bit. Uh, but it's uh, look that that's a really good team they're gonna play tomorrow, and they, Utah State's gonna have to play one of their best games of the year to 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 have a chance down the stretch. Yeah, and and they're they're going to have to sustain um, playing well. You know, and I think, uh, you know, in, e- in each of the games, you know, they've, they've done a, f- a fine job for what, it, down at their place, what was it, 30 minutes, you know, yeah. 30, 30 minutes, you just got to extend that to 40 minutes. Um, so, yeah, they just have to continue to play and they have to play better than they, than they have. And, and uh, you know, they're going to be a little tired, but I think this atmosphere will, will give them a little bit of uh, extra energy. Uh, the other thing that I think is really interesting as well is the fact that you get them on a neutral site now. Utah State fans, you heard Abel Porter say you got to get down here because the turnout from San Diego State in that first game against Boise State was ridiculous. Like, I, I like frankly, considering how many Utah State fans were here, and Utah State had a good turnout uh, tonight, but I don't know how they fit them all in here, honestly. 
like I think there were some San Diego State fans that were sitting in some seats owned yeah. by Utah State, and so there's going to be some shuffling around for sure. But uh, the Aggies are going to have some work to do because it's technically a neutral site game. Uh, but for ask Boise State how much of a neutral yeah. site game it, it felt like. I mean, it was three three quarters full, and and uh, you know you know they're the. The fans of San Diego State are are, are loud and and they're also very organized, um, and and they are fueled by by uh, some spirits as, yeah. as the game moves along. And so we're going to need some 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 Aggie supporters to uh, to balance that out. And again, I, I mean, we we should be, you know, not only filling our own section, but uh, it, this this should be half and half. I mean, we need to have some some red and blue filling this. Uh, this place half and half. Yeah, and that would be great and be a great atmosphere. Oh, tons of fun. And uh, I think it's going to be uh, – like I know for a fact because, you know, I, I Sam Merrill mentioned it on that game against San Diego. Uh, they uh, they want another shot at those guys. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it, it's, it's kind of worked out exactly how – you know, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, and if you're a conference, what more do you want than number one against number two? And, uh, you know, the U- Utah State did, although they didn't come out with a victory, they did give them, uh, you know, all they could handle. And, and uh, if if not probably for the event that night um, and the atmosphere that they had in that building, you know, probably could have uh, – could have come away with a little better outcome, and at our place, right, to get them so early in the year, yeah, really not not quite with um, with everyone back at a hundred percent. Well, and also let's not kid ourselves here too. Um, every member of that um, every member of that uh, selection committee is going to be watching this game tomorrow. So yeah. even if you don't win the game, if you play really well against the Aztecs and it's a you know one or two possession game coming down the stretch, and you're trading buckets with them, uh, that's going to go a long way to try to get an at large bid. Yeah, and the timing of the game is, uh, you know, so it's an early game. I think I think we're two thirty yep. um, this time, so three thirty Mountain Time. Yep. Um, but that puts the game really in in prime time for the East Coast, right? And that's some 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 of the members of the selection committee that maybe haven't uh, stayed up late enough, like tonight, you know, into the following day to watch the Aggies will. Uh, will be uh, paying close attention as well as, you know, a lot of sports writers and a lot of folks that, that um, you know, don't, don't really know much about the Aggies because they don't see us because we're on the West Coast. So it's a good opportunity um, yeah. to, to shine on a national stage. You know, you, you wouldn't hate it if they just looked at the scores from the last two nights and wasn't really and weren't really paying attention yeah. to the games. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, look, Utah State, that's what – look, their ultimate goal was get to the conference championship. I mean – from a selection, obviously, yeah, yeah. Craig Smith. This is... But this is what they needed to do. They needed to play. And, frankly, they needed San Diego State to be in the championship game. If you're going to lose to anybody, it's got to be San Diego State, and you've got to play them in the championship game, and you have to play them well to have a chance for an at-large. Yes, I, I think that's right. And having, uh, you know, been on a team that had 28 wins and, and uh, you know, did, did everything they needed to do but still got left out of the tournament, um, you know, I, I, I think I understand that yeah. um, more and more. Although, you know, so many people say, well, all we had to do was get to the finals. But but I'm with you, Scotty. We need to, we need to have a good showing. And Ooh. a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, just the marketability, right? Uh, because we are in a small market, which, uh, you know, how that goes. But um, – we, we need to represent well. And, and I'll tell you what, there are a lot, a lot of bubble teams that will be watching that game uh, cheering against the Aggies on television as well. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, you look at uh, the net rankings and Ken Pomeroy rankings. Uh, this game, actually, Utah State won this game, and they won it by seven, and they actually dropped five spots in Ken Palm rankings. They were at 38, now at 43. Oh, my goodness. And Yeah, that's <laughs> – Utah State was going to have to win this game by, like, 25. 
yeah, to be able to be. to even stay even in yeah. computer rankings. And and I think that's what you said, right? It's a lose lose because and a lot of times conference play does this because yeah. your your the team in your conference isn't quite as good as you. Coach, I'm going to let you go. I yeah. think you have a right to catch. Yes. Uh, Craig Smith's at the podium. We're right. going to hear from him now on okay. the Aggie Sports Network. And um, and that's what we did. So um, these two young men played fantastic. I thought we played very connected on the offensive end. Um, wish we could have had a few more stops, but that's a great credit to Wyoming. So we'll take it and move on um, to play a heck of a team tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon. Thank you, Coach. We'll take questions for student-athletes or Coach. Questions? Sam, we'll start with you again. Once again, right down the stretch, you hit a couple of big shots. That, that three almost almost the same spot as last night, wasn't it? Was it was it just time for you to kind of go one-on-one? -on -one? Did Coach give you the okay to go one-on-one -on -one again? Yeah, he just uh, let me go. Um, just uh, echoing everything that Coach said. Every time it felt like we were going to make a run, they, they responded and, and hit a three or, or got to the basket. Um, they just made a ton of plays. and. They tied it up with, uh, what, four or five minutes to go, and I don't know, I just felt confident. Coach let me go one-on-one. -on -one. Um, it was fun going against Jake because um, I know Jake pretty well, and we play pickup all the time in the summer, and on two or three of those, he played really good defense. I just um, hit some, some pretty tough shots. Um, but, yeah, it was just, uh, like you said, time to work. Over here. Uh, <clears throat> Sam, you took a couple of big spills out there. Um, Looks like it took you a sec to come back to it. How are you feeling? And uh, are you just going to rest and be ready for tomorrow? I'm feeling great, Bill. I'm just happy that you're here. <laughs> yeah, I'll be good. I'll be good. To, well, I'll be good to go tomorrow for sure. If you can't get yourself um, physically or emotionally motivated for a championship game against a top ten team, then probably <laughs> not, don't deserve to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is for um, both of the players. What was going through your minds when the score was tied 66 against this uh, scrappy, uh, upset-minded team? And also, my second question is for the coach. How do you think you guys match up against San Diego State tomorrow? Okay. Um, yeah, you just got to keep playing. Um, like we said, they, they hit a ton of really tough shots. Um, Guys that haven't hit a ton of threes all year continue to make shots. Um, and I think you feel a little pressure, but we, we do a good job normally of just moving on to the next play and um, focus on the task at hand. And I think once they tied it up, we went on like a 13-0 run. So um, that was a pretty good response by us. In terms of um, tomorrow night's game, uh, they've had an unbelievable year, certainly being the top 10 most of the year, top five most of the year, and they have uh, playmakers at every position, whether it's their five-man, their four-man, three-two-one, you go right down the line, they have a great bench, and they're one of the best defensive teams in the country, and so, um, you know, they, take, they took care of us both times. Um, I thought we played very, very well at their place and gave us every opportunity to win that game um, on their Kawhi Leonard night, and so we know it's going to be a heck of a battle, and um, um, we'll see where it goes from there. To me, it seemed like the uh, momentum kind of changed when you had, you got a few blocks there. How much does that help the momentum and, and kind of energize you guys at the end of the game, it seemed like? Um, after they started making a lot of threes, we just we just kept sending them to the paint, and I, I think that I did a really good job just staying out of foul trouble and just either blocking or affecting the shot. 
Um, they were not they were not doing that the whole game, so I just I, I felt that we got them off rhythm by doing that, and I think that um, it helped us a lot late, especially late. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, this is for Sam and Coach. Uh, Sam, I'll start with you. So you guys kind of had a rocky regular season. Started the season off ranked number 15, you know, big wins against Florida and LSU. And then there was a loss against Boise State in January, which is, you know, one of the worst losses I'm sure you've had in your career. After that loss, it seems you guys kind of flipped the switch and started playing excellent, and it's showing in the tournament. What did that loss do to you guys? Yeah, to be honest, I think we, we flipped the switch not flip the switch, but started playing much better even before that. We lost those three in a row, ending at Air Force, where we just, that was embarrassing. And then we came back and beat Nevada soundly, had our bye week, and for 37 minutes played probably our best basketball of the year at Boise, and then everyone knows what happened those last three minutes. But yeah, from that point, that was um, very devastating for us. But like I've talked about, we, we have a ton of resilient guys, a lot of guys with high character and a lot of pride. So. We responded from that, and um, we've been playing much better lately. Yeah, I echo um, Sam's thoughts. You know, it's um, it's uh, this isn't an excuse; it's just reality. We've we had to, we've had to deal with a lot of things that are a little bit out of our control, and that's injuries. And basketball is a game of rhythm, right? And continuity, and fluidity, and chemistry, and all that stuff. And we have great chemistry, but you got to go do it on the floor. And so, getting Nimi back, and he. You know, his injury that he had this summer, it, we've had to ch kind of change our identity two to three times now this year, and that takes some time, and, and we've kind of had to reinvent ourselves, but we have tremendous character. Um, uh, we've had a few ups and we've had a, many, many ups and a few downs, but our, there was never a doubt. We weren't going to flinch, right? We we're going to keep responding and keep fighting, and, um, and we put ourselves in a very good position. And now we get to play for the title um, tomorrow. Over here. Go ahead. Hey, Coach, I have a quick question. Sam mentioned a lot of you guys are going to be ready to go after Bill's question about the injury. What about Abel? Just don't know yet. Um, I would anticipate that he'll give it a whirl again. Um, it's just, you know, a day-to-day -day deal. And um, um, obviously he was out there and kind of tentative and kind of – so we'll just see what happens. But it's nothing like um, – I don't think his injury is like a, uh, a long-term deal by any stretch. You know, it's just – uh, a day-to-day -day thing right now. Back here to your right, guys. Um, for the players, but then also Coach, uh, you faced San Diego State in the title game again last year. Uh, there's already been a couple calls through the tournament so far. How much does last year's game kind of factor into you, your preparation for tomorrow, and how much can you rely on that experience? Um, I think that everything is pretty much similar. Um, the game is pretty, I think it's at the same time. Um, we played, they played the first game. Um, we played the, the second game of the semis. Um, and I just feel that we're still, we're still going to go, go through everything that we still did last year. And I think that we're going to keep the routine. And I think that that's the, that's the right way to do it. Yeah, the teams are, obviously both teams are very different. Um, <coughs> but... Like Nimi said, we went through this exact schedule last year, so um, we'll finish up here, go back to the hotel, um, watch watch some film and walk through their stuff, and then hopefully Coach lets us sleep in a little bit and walk through their stuff again in the morning and be ready to go by 2.30. Breakfast at 7. <laughs> Over here, to your left, guys. Uh, Sam, uh, when uh, Nimaj is playing with the type of energy that he did tonight and 
um, is active at both ends of the floor. How does that rub off on uh, the rest of you? What sort of, uh, I guess, energy does it uh, translate? Yeah, he does a, a, a phenomenal job. That's that's when we went on that big run. That was um, spurred by him and his block shots and his energy. And uh, he also helps us a ton on the offensive end. He's a good pressure reliever for us. Um, we know he can score on the block, but he's also a great passer when teams double team him. So. Um, He's he's one of our catalysts for sure. Uh, for Namish, yeah. So you've had an injury-riddled season, and when you played San Diego State the first time at home, you were you know your knees were still hurt. Um, how are, are your knees feeling now going into the championship game? Um, after two games in two days, I would say pretty good. Um, <laughs> but you, I'm just I'm just ready to go. Um, whatever, even if my knees were were pretty bumped. I would just, I would just try to play. It's a final, um, and we're just trying to win another, another conference championship. And that was the goal for the season, and I think that we just got to put aside whatever we got and just try to play, our, play through whatever adversity we got and just trying to win it again. Go ahead. This is for Nimi as well. Um, so last, I think last night's game seemed like it probably frustrated you a little bit. What was your mindset coming into this game, and and um, what were your your motivations? What did you want to improve tonight? I wouldn't say it frustrated me. Um, I would just say it just it, I just I just had had to deal with it and just try to overcome the foul trouble and not not being in the game for too long and just getting warmed up again. Um, I just felt that today I needed to give another, have another edge, and just try to try to play harder than than yesterday, but still, still, still staying out of foul trouble. Um, I think I did a really good job. I, I think I only had two, two fouls. Yeah, I had two fouls, and they were both, and they were both late, late in the in the second half. So I think, I think that's a big key for us, for us to keep keep climbing the ladder and just keep climbing and keep. Keep playing hard and just trying to win another one. Back here. Coach, the bigger the game gets, the more you've had to use your veterans on the court and spend some minutes on them. Can you talk about how nice it's been to be able to rely on those guys to give you those heavy minutes, but yet be extremely productive down the stretch late in the game? Yeah, we've um, um, we got a lot of dependable guys. Uh, been down this road before. I think they do a great, a very good job of um, taking care of their bodies right with rest and recovering and nutrition and hydration and that stuff can't be understated how much that stuff matters and um, we do have an influx of quite a few new players in our program but yet you know we have six six guys that have played a ton of minutes last year obviously a ton of minutes this year but we still have a relatively young roster I mean obviously Sam is a senior and Diogo is a senior and uh, Abel is a junior eligibility wise senior in school uh, and those three guys are I'm going to be graduating and moving on, but Nimi's still a sophomore, but obviously has tremendous experience. Justin Bean uh, is a sophomore, but didn't play a crazy amount last year. So we're just kind of getting a mix with some of these guys. Brock Miller's only a sophomore, did play a lot of minutes last year. So those guys have been there, done that. We've played a very difficult schedule, our non-conference schedule. I mean, you're playing at Florida in the Orange Bowl Classic in a, in a neutral game, right? Uh, and playing LSU in Jamaica, North Texas wins there. We've played some very difficult teams um, in very difficult environments. So they know what that's like. They understand the, um, the moment, so to speak. And I think most importantly, they just really trust 
one another. And it's amazing what you can do when you believe in each other and you can look each other in the eyes um, that we can get this done. Back there. So this is for Sam. Uh, you went on a tear in the second half, scoring 18 points, including a seven-point burst uh, to put the team up by 12. Do you ever have a moment where you just like think to yourself that you need to turn it on? or? Uh, not necessarily. I think I'd um, just, just try and let the game come to me. I know everyone says that, but I, I truly feel that. And uh, obviously there's, there's moments where you feel like maybe guys aren't making shots or maybe guys are a little tense and um, I need to, to take a shot myself. But um, at the end of the day, with, the, with our style, it's about creating open shots for whoever. Um, it's not about getting shots for one specific guy. So um, hopefully tomorrow night we can create open shots for each other and knock them down. Uh, Coach, Abel only played four minutes tonight. Uh, when you took him out, was it more of him saying he can't go, or did you just see that he wasn't ready to play? Um, it was a little bit of both. I took him out because, um, it, you know, it was about the four-minute mark, and, and just like we know he's, you know, not 100%, so just trying to get him a quick rest and then just went to talk to him, and I could just could just kind of sense, you know, where he was at. He never said, like, Coach, I can't go, um, but just get a feel for things that way. And, and we have very capable guys on our roster, obviously. And so we went with those guys, and we'll see where he's at tomorrow. Yes. One or two more questions. Go uh, ahead. This, is, this question is for Sam. So going back to the, uh, your second half scoring, down, down the stretch, Coach puts you in an isola isolation situation late in the game, the last two games. What's your mindset going into those possessions when, when coaches trust you to go one-on-one -on -one and get a bucket? Yeah, we, we talked about this a little last night. Um, this is the first time that we've, we've done this, really. Yeah. Coach isn't a big one-on-one -on -one guy. Um, but, Tells you how smart I am. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I just, you know, you work on that all the time, that one-on-one -on -one moves, and um, you play one-on-one -on -one with your buddies all the time, so I feel confident out there when there's space, and um, feel confident in my jumper, so I feel like I can get a shot whenever I need one. Um, but uh, shots fell tonight, they fell last night. Hopefully they fall down tomorrow. Last question, over here to your right, guys. Coach, can you talk a little bit about Alf Alfonso Anderson, really had some big minutes off the bench for you. He I mean, did. he's been done that earlier in the season, but lately he's been really playing big for you again he has that's a great uh, I'm glad you asked that uh, Afonso had I thought very he was very good in the first half didn't quite go to him as much in the second half I thought Neiman was really good all night and I thought Bean really kind of settled in you know he took a couple um, <laughs> had a couple in the first half that eh, you know but but he's always going to bring great energy but Fonzo was kind of cooking and he got going he took the one shot that kind of uh, he missed badly, but he really settled into the game, and he's really been sound um, for us, and we're asking a lot out of him. We put him in some different spots. He, at times he's our, you know, well, a lot of times he's our backup five when Nimi's been out of the game, and, and so some of those guys got a lot more height and a lot more girth, but he's a strong dude and, and has played very good minutes for us, both last night and certainly tonight really kind of was a catalyst there for a while, in, in particular in that first half. Okay, thank you for your time. All right, there you go. Craig Smith, uh, Sam Merrill, and Namiya Shkata. All right, let's set the scene for you tomorrow. Game will tip off at 3.30 Mountain Time, 2.30 Pacific. Uh, Pre-game show will begin 
at uh, 3 o'clock, just uh, 30 minutes before. So get ready, a rematch of last year's uh, title game, Utah State and San Diego State. Aztecs and Aggies have played twice already. Aztecs have got a couple Ws. Utah State will try to uh, pull off the upset tomorrow against these Aztecs here at the Thomas and Mack Center. Big thanks to Ajay Salveson. Big thanks to, of course, Coach Lance Beckert. I'm Scott Gerard. Aggies get it done tonight. Also, big thanks to Alex Lumberg for hanging out uh, even a little longer than usual back in our Salt Lake City studios. Uh, it'll be a fun one tomorrow. Remember, 3.30 tip-off, 3 o'clock pregame show right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. On the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Ford. Go further. SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. America First Credit Union. Financial solutions for every need. And by New York Life. Be good at life. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.